At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Welcome to Get a Grip with Shane Bacon, a production of iHeartRadio. sports fans golf fans or just fans it is the get a grip podcast uh, it's back i guess is probably uh, the way to term this um we are back uh we got a great guest obviously it's masters week always happy to talk with espn scott van pelt so i hope you enjoy that we recorded the podcast on thursday so if anything crazy in terms of breaking news happened we talked about tiger and we talked about how crazy it is that tiger potentially could be playing the masters so uh if he's playing then it'll make sense our conversation if he's not playing Probably won't make as much sense, but still a lot of praise for uh, for who Tiger is. But uh, just happy to be back with the podcast, and this will continue. Uh, we're going to get in a bit of a rhythm. Um, Claire Rogers, who's a great young journalist at Golf.com, is going to be on the podcast consistently as well in terms of recapping the big events like the Masters. So look for a recap podcast on Sunday night into Monday morning after the Masters wraps. But uh, we're going to have a mix of interviews, um, players coming on for kind of many seasons, if you will, much like what we had with Max, um, but maybe smaller seasons seasons uh for some of players and we're not just going to do pj tour we're gonna have lpga champs tour uh even some amateur players jumping on as well uh but yeah uh, excited to be back it's been a while since uh, i've gotten in the podcast game and uh, i'm very happy to be back with it very excited about the masters obviously uh one of the great weeks of our year so looking forward to that looking forward to being down at augusta national and uh, if you see me if you're out there if you're out and about if you're around uh come say hi uh shoot me a message on instagram i'll come over there and say hello as well and uh, yeah, I mean, this is the best week of the year in terms of uh, of golf viewership and golf watching and for golf fans. So uh, that's kind of what we're doing with the podcast. I just kind of wanted to give you a bit of a heads up uh, as obviously it's been a bit since uh, our last episode. So understand that this feed is going to be busier and more consistent and a little bit uh, more diverse, I'd say, in terms of what we're going to bring uh, to the feed going forward. So with that, I'll step aside and welcome in uh, our great guest, one of, one of my favorite guests I've ever had, both on Get a Grip and uh, the Clubhouse. So enjoy. And a bit of a master's tradition, Scott Van Pelt joins the podcast. Scott, how many years is this for you, um, kind of hand-in-hand with Augusta National? 
97 was the first one. So, I mean, oh, you know, my this goodness. Is one, of those, one of those moments where you just think, God, I'm old. Um, <laughs> but if you're going to mark the passage of time through, excuse me, a lens of, of, of Augusta, uh, that's not the worst thing. And 97, as it turns out, wasn't the worst year to turn up for a first time. What do you do in terms of prep now? I mean, this might be a little inside journalism, but, I mean, how do you prep for an event you know as well as any you cover? Uh, you know, I mean, you know the guys. I mean, I'm sure you have to brush up on how they played this year, but what do you do in terms of kind of prep just to get that brain back into Masters mode? I mean, it's it's as simple as watching you guys. <laughs> watch watch golf every week. I mean, it, but it's, it's not like it's a chore, Shane. I mean, I, I you know, I you know what this is. It's, it's a... Um, it's a tour where look at look at the relationships you have over the course of, of time. I mean, not everybody, but there there are people. Uh, one guy in particular that that you know was was on the scene in '97 is still very much part of the storyline now. And so, you 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 know the caddies, you know the people, you you root for somebody like you know a hoagie to break through and think, man, how cool was that? Like winning the way he won at Pebble. You know, you just you watch every week. So. I mean, I think keeping tabs on the storylines, making sure you know who's playing well, um, maybe who's not, uh, which in some cases doesn't matter, especially when it comes to this course, because certain guys just turn up and it, it marries perfectly with their game. But I mean, in terms of, you know, reading articles, it's 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 nothing. I don't do any, I don't do any any specific sort of prep. Um, other than making sure you're, you know, familiar with, hey, they changed this green here, they changed that green there, and then when you get there on the ground, you go out and take a look as much as you can. Um, ask guys, sort of, you know, how, what's different about three or eleven or thirteen or whatever, and and, and mo- most of that type of uh, intel you're able to gather once you once you arrive. But mostly, it's just you know, pay attention to what's going on, which, as I said, isn't a chore for me. It's not like it's homework. I, I'd be doing it anyway. Yeah, I mean, are you? Like, are you a guy that dives into, like, data golf or strokes gained? I mean, is that a world that you'll sneak into, or is it more – Yes. Yeah, you, you, you'll get into yeah. that stuff. Yeah, no, for sure, I, because I think it's instructive. But, um, but I also think you have to remember that it can be an aid for you to arm yourself with an opinion or, hey, I really think that, that here's a guy to keep an eye on because. But I also don't think that – what you know, you can presume your audience knows to in the same way, or or views it the, in the same way. And if you start talking, I think that happens with baseball. Some like with with, with all the analytics. When you start getting into, I mean, and, and this is I'm an old guy, back of the baseball card person here. But if you start talking very matter of factly about about certain analytics, then people could look at you like, what do you, what do you, what? You know what I mean? So I think. All of those things are informative, and I think you'd be silly not to, you know, pay attention to strokes gained. Is that is a pretty simple thing? Um, but do you say it in a matter of fact way on a broadcast, and then and perhaps your audience isn't aware of what it even means? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I think you have to be careful how you use those tools. That's all I'm saying. Speaking to the people that are watching, I mean, that's something that I continually remind myself about is, 
you know, when you do a big golf event or a big sporting event, I mean, the majority of people that are watching either don't know or probably don't care about these types of things. It's really a small percentage. It's like Twitter, right? We think Twitter is such a big deal. And then we're reminded constantly that like almost everybody we know in our lives is not on Twitter. So it's, it's not mm-hmm. as massively mm-hmm. important as we think. Um, we have, we've gone almost five minutes. We haven't talked about Tiger. I want to let everybody know that we are recording this <laughs> on Thursday uh, afternoon. Uh, so you'll be listening to this Masters week, but we have obviously three or four days ahead of us where news can travel and people can kind of follow airplanes. But how wild is this, Scott, that this is actually a storyline, that we we legitimately could see Tiger Woods play the 2022 Masters? Man, I, I wouldn't have given you a dollar for that <laughs> uh, for that future um, a month ago. I mean, when, when he spoke to Jim Nance at, uh, at Riviera, I, I, I was uh, – I was struck by just how matter of fact he was, you know, Tiger for the longest time has talked and sort of, you know, not sort of, he's been pretty, pretty good at saying lots of words that don't necessarily get, give you a lot of insight into things. Um, and in that, and in that case, he was just very blunt. Like, look, yeah, I, I got to practice, man. I, I haven't really been able to do that. I don't get to hop on a cart and whip around and play 18 here. I mean, this is a very different deal. So I, I had no reason to think, that this would be something you and I would be discussing. And then, you know, you start hearing a little bit of chatter and, and you, you know, we know lots of the same people in this sport. And then all of a sudden, and then people are like, wait a minute, you think he's going to play? Like, what are you talking about? And then the next thing you know, you got flight tracker <laughs> and, he, and he and JT and Charlie are zipping in and like, look, I've known the guy a long time. He's not going up there just for, can I cuss and we can beat yeah, it? Yeah, or like, yeah, yeah, you can. Because there's curse. only one way to say it. Like, he's not going up for shits and giggles, okay? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, no one doesn't love uh, the idea of a round at Augusta, but that was with, with intent. That's to go see not necessarily the golf course as much as how does my leg react to the golf course. So that's what you're doing. You're going up to see. And uh, that's when it really landed that, that this is what's going on. This dude's trying to figure out if he can do it. And that's when I think just from a – I'm a fan of the game. We also happen to be covering the Masters Thursday and Friday coverage on ESPN. <laughs> I mean, uh, from, a, from a fan's perspective and someone whose who's, uh, network's broadcasting the event Thursday and Friday, you start getting giddy about the possibility and the prospect of it. And obviously, as you said, by the time folks are hearing this on Monday, we'll know if it is or it isn't. I, my, my guess now is – you know, how many dollars can I get on? Yes. I mean, it just seems like that's what that's what's happening, right? He's going to play. Yeah. You know, it's obviously wild to think about the last year with Tiger and really just the last decade. I mean, the last decade with Tiger, you cover sports, you cover every sport, Scott. I'm not sure there's been a figure that has had this many ups and downs. I mean, you think about the downs, not just personally, but professionally. I mean, this is a guy that lost the ability to chip the golf ball, which is wild to think. And then kind of the same thing happened three, four years ago that's happening now where you started to hear rumors and people started to you know, murmur, this guy can play again. He's starting to find his game. You know, I think it was the, the great worst ball, 62 or whatever he shot, you know, that made every news outlet in the world. But it's just – I keep going back to the fact that when I watched 2019 with Tiger Woods, I was watching a guy that understood exactly how much energy he had to put out in that final round. I mean, he was not talking to anybody. He wasn't, you know, giving anything away. He was focused entirely on his job, and he understood that he needed to have the amount of energy on 18 that he needed to have on 18, and that was going to kind of be it. I mean, even the way he played the 72nd hole in that Masters, 
he played for bogey, right? I mean, he kind of hit it up the right side and shifted short. He knew what he needed to do to win. And this feels very much the same as this guy's going through the processes to get himself well enough to walk four days if he does, in fact, if, you know, if he plays A and makes the cut B. But it's just so interesting to watch the progression of Tiger in terms of the toughness because I continue to say that this is the toughest athlete of our generation. I mean, golf or otherwise, I'm not sure there's somebody you can put in that conversation. No, I mean, I, I, it's, it's different clearly than a contact sport. You see, you see what, what people are willing to endure to get their hands on a Stanley cup in right. the, in the spring. And it's just preposterous. And you see what guys will, uh, you know, play through in, in, uh, in football and whatever else, but, but certainly within the construct of golf, the man's backs fused together. Okay. Fused, fused together, which would have theoretically prevented him from being mentioned as, as even being able to compete. And the, and he went out and won the masters in 19. And, and I, I love the way you pointed out sort of watching him play that day. There was such a measured understanding of what was required from, from a golf standpoint, from an energy standpoint, it's, it really was wild because it was as if he measured it out. Had in, he had exactly the ingredients needed to bake that cake. <laughs> and when he got to the end, there was nothing left because he didn't play. I mean, he was toast mentally and physically from that point on. But if you're going to use the ingredients to bake a cake, make it that one. You know what I mean? It was fascinating. And so now no one but, but he and, and those closest to him know just how damaged and compromised his, his leg and foot were as a result of that accident and what ingredients he needs in, to, to compete. And I, I would say, Shane, and he'd probably very quickly cut me off and say, no, 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 that's not it. But I think competing this week is a win. You, do, you need to, do you need to be the last man standing on Sunday night and put up the jacket on again for the sixth time? No, you don't. you just competing is an astounding thing given where he was not long ago and and is just so indicative and so instructive of even and, and I've again I've this is what I've done forever, my professional career. How many times have I thought, all right, well that's enough. You've done enough. You're good. And he just reminds you, no, no, I haven't. Not for me. I haven't done enough for me. I I'm willing to go through whatever I'm willing to go through to, to compete again. And again, as I've said this week in our in our uh, last week, I should say in our media call, like this isn't him, Shane, playing in in an event, right? This isn't Bay Hill or Riviera or just pick a spot. This is the Masters, right? right? It's Tiger at Augusta National, and I just I don't know what else you I don't know what player and event you could say together that equals that. It's it's going to be so fascinating to see kind of how the week plays out in terms of if he does commit and if he is playing and what is expected and everybody's going to go crazy. I love what you said. I wrote a piece for golfchannel.com about exactly what you said about this being a victory. No matter what happens, we don't have to wait for Sunday for Tiger to win because him returning to this place as you put it so eloquently the fact that he's returning to Augusta National and the Masters and he potentially could be playing again is a victory for sport. It's a victory for athlete. It's a victory for golf. I mean, it's it's such a win. And what I find so interesting is this has kind of been a quiet golf year. I mean, when you dive into the superstars, if you remember last year, you know, we had this Jordan Spieth train headed into Augusta National. He's finally back. He's won again. Rory much of the same way. Like, what are we going to get from Roy McIlroy finally playing some solid golf? But this year's been very different. I mean, a lot of the superstars 
are not winning. I feel like the Masters kind of snuck up on us in a weird way. And then all of a sudden, you've got the Tiger situation that's going to take over everything. And I feel like golf kind of needed it. I, I feel like the sport, and particularly this major championship, needed something because it's really been Scotty Scheffler and everybody else in 2022. And the fact that now mm. you have your headline, now you have your story, now every journalist that's writing something about this golf tournament has what they're going to file on Wednesday afternoon. It, it's so wild that it always goes back to Tiger. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and and, and that's good and bad, Shane, because it's it's a uh, you know we we spoke with Scotty Scheffler on Wednesday um, last week for for an interview that ran the following day, and here's a dude that and he and what a what a what a dude. By oh, the way. he's the Just best. Such a, I love I love his whole mo man. Like he did, he's about it. Like the winning and 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 the number one thing he just kind of shrugs. Like I don't know, dude. Like whatever. I, I'm just playing, and the results kind of led to that. But his I, he I, I asked him. I said, look, I'm going to ask you about you because you're number one in the world. But I am interested in just what you think of Tiger. And he said what's been said often. Look, he he doesn't move the needle. He is a needle. Right. And, and here's a guy that you forget because. Golf allows you to stick around. I mean, Scotty Scheffler doesn't have any competitive uh, context with Tiger, really. I mean, he didn't wasn't in the Masters in nineteen. Uh, he's he's twenty five years, nine months, or something. So he doesn't he wasn't out there going head to head with him. But here's a guy who's number one in the world, who's won three of his last whatever five or six starts, smiling ear to ear, thinking about the prospect of that. And Scotty's the story coming in, and you right. know what this does. <laughs> This cre- this gives you the shade to very quietly go about doing your work and no one cares. You, you're Rory coming in every year until he does it. If he does it, you're here to win the slam if you win the green jacket. Well, you can just quietly go about your work and, and you won't you know turn up much of a fuss. People will be paying attention to Tiger. Where's Tiger? It, it really is amazing that that, that that could provide that kind of cover in a sense. Um, and and I, I mean, I've enjoyed the year. I, I understand what you're saying, but... But I've enjoyed like the Cam Smith show. I mean, sure. he shot about a, he shot about a billion under at Kapalua, <laughs> which you know you can do, but you can't do what he did at, at, at Sawgrass. I mean, that that final round was uh, was magic, and the way he puts it, I I love Cam Smith this week, love him. Um, so I, I'm always I think the game always provides stories that that people that particularly watch you know your network uh, and and your shows I think are pretty well versed on. But for the for, for maybe for our viewer, right? For for the casual fan, um, there's no question that that just sim- simply the possibility of Tiger uh, creates such a different, I mean, buzz, whatever you want to call it. I mean, there's there's just an entirely different appetite for for that content, which is great, and it is also scary because at some point, maybe when you and I are dead, but at some point, Tiger <laughs> won't be able to do it. <laughs> Not gonna, not gonna make the return. Scott, is Tiger the most famous athlete in the world still? I mean, I, I have a really small pinhole that I view the world through. You know, I live in the United States. I mean, you, we, I've been lucky. I, know, I believe, I'm sure you have as well to travel with the game, and you get a chance to see, you know, like like a Ronaldo or a Messi. Right. I don't know. Worldwide football is a whole different thing, and so I, I don't know what I don't know. With all those qualifiers said, I mean, it's, he's certainly the he's certainly the most famous forty six year old with a fused back and a and a, and a bad leg and wheel. 
that, that you know, can turn up at a golf tournament and, and stop the world to see what's he going to do. Uh, you know, you probably don't even need that many qualifiers, but he's, he's, very, he's on the very short list. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We're gonna we're gonna leave Tiger for a moment. I have okay. I want to ask you this, and and Rory is not an answer here because I think anybody going for the Grand Slam is the obvious one here. So outside of Rory McIlroy, in your opinion, who needs this Masters the most? Needs, um, maybe, maybe, maybe somebody like Justin Thomas um, won a major at Quail Hollow. And, you know, when you win one and you're young, what do we do? We say, well, he's, he's going to win a bunch. Right. Hard to win one, Shane. One's, one's a lot. <laughs> uh, and you see someone like Morikawa come out and get a couple. Uh, you, you see Rom knock the door down and the way he did it so emphatically at, uh, at Torrey and, and get one. And his buddy Spieth's got, you know, one away from a slam still. Uh, I, I, at some point, if you're him and you are not a good – but a great player, uh, a guy that's going to be a stalwart on Ryder Cup teams for, for you know, presumably a decade and change to come. You know, you, the next one feels really important to me. You know, I think you could make a case for a Shoffley. Uh, need to get that one. Been close a lot. Been close here a lot. Uh, at some point, you know, you want to just get that one because there are so many people that, that are in the mix. But I mean, I, I could see a case being made for, for, for Justin just to take that step forward and get off the one and, and get to that second, and particularly this one. And as, you know, his trend line's been good here. He's played a bunch of good golf. So, I don't know. That seems like one to me. I, who do you say? Yeah, I mean, that's that's my answer as well. That's what I had, I had I'd written down. I mean, I feel like the, really? in, in golf, I feel like the longer you go – without that next major to your point, I think it's harder to win it. And I mean, I, I look at somebody like Kepka 
as somebody that I feel like needs to win a major soon, which is wild to think considering, you know, the run he was on. But all of a sudden you blink and it's been two years and it's been three years. You think about Rory. I mean, it is wild to tell sports fans that the last major Rory won was 2014. And I always agree with Rory McIlroy about I've won everything else, which is a very important statement to be made. He's won FedEx Cups. He's won Players' Championships. But we measure these players on majors, and Rory still needs to win the Masters. But the Justin Thomas major run is just wild because he just hasn't played great in major championships. And as close as he is to Tiger, and if you have that person to kind of bounce things off and to literally go to the golf course and play practice rounds with, it feels like it's probably mounting to either have a really good or a really disappointing week for somebody like Justin Thomas. I feel like, to your point on JT and the talent, is when he wins that next one, it feels like it's going to get easier for him to at least get in contention. Now, I'm not to say he's going to win five majors or eight majors. I think that's going to be almost impossible at this point considering the depth of talent in golf. But I, I do feel like the longer you go between major wins, the harder it is to win them. Yep, and, and particularly when you when you consider the list of people like I, you know, the the Morikawa and the Roms that that are peers and and in, you know younger. And then here comes a guy like Scheffler. Look at his major starts. I mean, what, what, what I talked to him about last week was I, we were we were at Harding Park in 20. That's his first PGA, and he's in the last group. And you're like, man, this guy's really got it. Right. Something about his demeanor and all the rest. And then he's played in seven majors. He's been in the top 20 in the last six, which only Rom is, is, is in that category. And so you just you start ticking off how many peers there are that are showing up and continuously playing high-level golf um, in, in these most important events. And it speaks to what you're, uh, what you're mentioning, Shane, and that's the difficulty in, in, you know, like I said, one's a lot. It's, they're hard to get. If they were easy, then, you know, the people would have 25 of them, but that's not how it works. So um, particularly, I think, Augusta, because there's so many people, um, and I feel like we probably talk about this every year, but there's just so many people that when they're when when Justin Rose shoots 67 on Thursday, you go, of course he did, because that's what he does. Right. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if he shows up healthy or injured. Doesn't matter if he shows up playing great or playing crap. He's going to shoot something in the 60s and be right there in the mix. He always is. And there are a lot of players that feel that way about Augusta. That leads me into my Jordan Spieth point. I mean, I mentioned he hadn't played great golf this year. His practice swing thing makes me really uncomfortable even just watching it. But, I mean, obviously this is yeah. a guy that loves Augusta National. Is he going to do the Kemba at MSG thing and just show up and score 40? I mean, are we going to see that from Spieth again here? He's he's right there on that list with Rose for sure. I agree. Of, of people that I just – I just – I always – I always anticipate it, and it's and you you know what it is, but that, what that feeling is. I mean, it's the same for me, and I don't compete. There's something about a state of mind and what that place does to your psyche, and and someone like him who, yeah, sure, he's got some scar tissue. Yeah, we all understand that, but he's also you know he gets to go to the Champions Dinner on Tuesday, you know. So you know something about all that. It just puts people in a in a state of mind where the game can just be and you don't have to try to you don't have to try to play at golf you just play golf just hit shots you know it's freddie mindset right i mean that's what fred couples seems to have done every year when he gets to augusta is i'm gonna plan for this week i'm gonna prep for this week and when i drive down that famous road 
my game clicks in. And I obviously Jordan Spieth is this generation's, you know, Freddie or Tiger or Phil or Jack or on down the list we go, right? Of players that have obviously had a lot of success at Augusta, no matter where their game is. Uh, you know, hey, just quickly, yes, just, I just want to say his name because I don't want to let this moment pass and not say Bernhard Longer because what that dude does <laughs> every single year is banana land. You're just. I mean, I, I don't, I don't put a name, a number next to his age because he stopped aging at some point. Correct. But I mean, Longer, who has no business, no business competing against guys that hit it as far as they do off the tee compared to him. Something about him and Augusta is is a is a beautiful marriage, and it's it's worth mentioning because he's just been spectacular there year after year. Yeah, the definition of crafty, I feel like he just figures out a way to kind of get it in the hole in seventy one shots or seventy shots, That's and it. and he just knows he's going to do it. And I mean, this is a guy, Scott. I asked last year if he feels like he could compete on a Ryder Cup team, and he said yes. He goes, yeah, I mean, I, I think I could compete on a Ryder Cup team. To your point, I mean, don't even have an age. It does not matter. It doesn't matter if he's 60, 65, 70, 75. I feel like he's a guy that understands the score. And that's something I've always found so beautiful about Tiger's game is we focus on the big drives early in his, in his career, right? He could hit it longer than anybody out there. And then it was the iron play. Oh, my goodness, this guy is picking up five shots you know, around on the field with his irons. And, oh, my goodness, look at the short game and the putting. But Tiger's true skill was just – figuring out a way to get it in the hole it didn't matter how he did it it didn't matter what the conditions were asking for tiger would just have a plan kind of going back to the 19 point one through 18 where he understood the score needed that's what i always loved about his opening rounds at the masters especially in his prime was he wasn't going out there to shoot 67 that would be nice to shoot 67 but he was going out there just understanding that day one don't shoot yourself out of it put up a nice number if it's under par that's great but if i'm around par i'm gonna have a great chance at this tournament Yep. I mean, it's people hear you say that and, and it sounds more like a U.S. Open uh, right. game plan. But but Augusta National sneaky that way where I mean, sure, the, 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 the rabbit, right, that goes out and shoots that first round low number. It, it, there's plenty of one day stories, you know, Sunday. It's a long, long walk to Sunday. Right. And as long as you don't shoot big numbers and put yourself in a you know, spot where you've got too many people between you and, and contention. 70, 71, 72, that's fine on Thursday. It's fine. It's fine. You're going to have some work to do, but, you know, to your point, not nearly as much work as if you somehow let let it get away here or there in 75, 76, and now all of a sudden you're like, okay, well, that's probably too many, which doesn't seem like a lot because, like, it's only four shots, but, you know, it's around that place. Um, I don't know. That, 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 it, it fascinates me, the strategy of, of where you need to be, like, kind of day-to-day is, is, is one of the most interesting things about it, in my opinion. Scott, we've talked about this before, but if people haven't heard on previous podcasts, when you get to Augusta, I mean, you get to walk out on the golf course, you get to kind of do your Sky Van Pelt traditional move uh, when you arrive. A, what is that? And B, what's that moment for you where you kind of go, okay, I'm here. It's Masters Week. Let's go. Well, I, I've, I've talked a lot about it through the years, and I always smile when I do. Uh, I, I, I get to walk around, see friends, um, there's a gentleman named Tony that's worked there for a long time who, who uh, I saw. I was down there doing some work in advance of the tournament, and I went by, and I, I saw him. We bear-hugged like old friends because we are, which is a really cool thing. Uh, but walking around, there's there's so many different spots, and you know, if you've gone there more than once, maybe you have one. For me, I, I always go over to the, the tee on the par three course, the eighth. It, it looks down on the eighth green uh, over a pond and it's uh, it's just as peaceful a place as serene uh, as beautiful a place 
And I do the same thing every year. I go back and I do it every day, particularly on Thursday and Friday when you're getting ready to go over and sit in the butler cabin. And that's where I, my office for the day, which is preposterous, but that's <laughs> what I'm doing. Uh, and I just stand there and I, I literally feel my feet in the ground. I, it's, like, I, it's like you move my feet around in my shoes, if this makes sense. And I think about this is where I'm standing. This is where I am, and it's it's just gratitude. It's a moment of uh, you know of just gratitude and thanks and prayer. You know, here's where I stand today. Got back here again. It's been a year. A lot's going on. Here's where I am right now, and it's a state of mind. Um, I've just I, I keep saying the same word, but it's the only one I got. It's it's just immense gratitude that this is um, this is where I am for this week, and uh, and you know you get older. Um, talking to Gino Ariema after his team won 14 straight Final Fours, which how about that? Unbelievable. And, and he said, you know, he was talking to Holly Rowe, and he, he just he said, you know, you, you, you realize you don't get to do this forever. And, you know, I, I, this, I'm not reflective of – I mean, I'm not saying that I feel like you know, I'm not going back again. Maybe, who knows? I don't, I don't ever take that for granted. But at some point, Shane, you're – you realize you you reach the back nine of a career for sure, or as I should say, at Augusta, the second nine of a career. And um, I think it's foolish not to to really look around and um, and let those moments land with you, because uh, there'll be some point, some April, where I won't go back there, and uh, and all I'll have is the memories. And so I just keep trying to add to them, and um, every day, every year. Uh, there's just so many moments uh, that happen there that are incredible. Uh, but when it's quiet and it's just you standing there, it's real easy to just uh, just smile and, and be and be thankful. Also, I, I got to say, a humongous part of all of this is not having your phone. It really is. I know it's such a, a sad point of, of just civilization at this point and where we're at in society, but the not having your cell phone on your person just allows you even more of an opportunity to just stand there to your point to feel the ground, you know, to walk around and there's no distraction and nobody out there is distracted. It's one of the true beauties about the masters is all of the focus is on the golf course, who you're with and who you're watching. And I'm not sure there's anything like that in the world anymore. I mean, think about any other place that exists where nobody's looking down at their phone. Yeah, and that's sad, and it's but it, and it's instructive, I think. To and I say this to my wife. I say I say this to people all the time as moments are happening. Just put your phone down and, and be, just take, take a picture in your mind. You know, to, because here's the thing: you got eighty seven hundred pictures in your phone, right? And then when it's time to find it, you can't. But if you, <laughs> exactly. take, if you stop, if you stop, and and you take. A, a, a picture in your mind and you just close your eyes, you know, and you're present in that moment. And this, I'm getting kind of down a Zen path here, but I mean, I really, I do feel like that, that, that it's, it's useful to re, to remember that if your mind's quiet, um, you, you can get a lot more done. And, um, and that place, as you say, it certainly, it, it invites all of that because you, you're just, you're not as distracted about who said what about who on Twitter. I mean, just, it's not, you just, and by the way, as you said earlier, it probably doesn't matter. That's right. Uh, and it certainly doesn't matter if you're standing there. But, I, you know, 
I, I, there's so many things I love about it. I, I, I'll stand there by the over by the practice ground, and I'll see people walking out like they're double-fisted. And I'm not talking about with cups. I'm talking about two bags from the merchandise center. <laughs> and I'll say, your first day, right? And they're smiling ear to ear, and they're like, yeah, how'd you know? I said, because you have $10,000 worth of shit in your bag. <laughs> you, know what I mean? you, you have 800 hats and ball markers and flags. And you know what? By, you didn't get enough. You need to come back and do it again tomorrow. Um it's uh, there's a million things like that um, that 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 are just uh, little mileposts, right? Of of each week and each year that you get to go back. And when you when you see somebody and you cross paths with someone who's who's that first day, you know what? You never hear it was all right. Nobody, right? nobody's ever said it in the history of the experience. Hey, what you think? Ah, you know, I thought it would be uh, I thought it'd be nicer. <laughs> like it, it's just it needs to be never. greener. <laughs> yeah, right. I thought I thought the whole I thought the azaleas would be better. I thought the I thought the grass would be a little bit more. I don't, I don't know something. It was fine. It was okay. Yeah. It was I, fine. I, I You're like it's coming. perfect. No, it's people perfect. just float, man. I know. They I know. It, it was they it was my it was my caddy and at St Andrews, Scott. I mean, when I caddied at the old course out of college, and I would just walk behind my player on 18 because there was nothing I could say or do that was going to enhance that experience. This is a once in a lifetime walk for the 70-year-old accountant that had never been to Scotland, for the 23-year-old that just got out of college. Everybody in between was having the exact same experience. And that's what's so beautiful, to your point, on the double-fisting guy or girl, is they're having that experience that the person next to them had the year before or their friend had in 95. It, it just continues to build, which, which brings me to one of my last questions for you. Does the Masters feel bigger to you every year? Do you feel like this tournament is only growing – and its notoriety, and its interest, and its popularity. I would, th- th- I'd say no, but not, not, not because I don't think it's massive. But I think, like, what I think is, a glass can only hold so much water. Right. Okay. So what I'm saying is, is if you, I mean, I know how I feel. I know how I feel right now, right? And I, but I feel like the glass is full. And but that's how I felt last year. And that's how I felt the year before. And so, I'm, I mean, I, I do think this. I do, and, and I appreciate that, 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 that how the club has recognized that, that, that there are ways to grow interest in it and there are ways to be present sort of digitally as the way the, way the world works now and, and allow people access to all they want is to see it. Right. Right. All they want is to ways to consume it. And there are different ways to do that now that didn't exist before. And so in that way, that that is growing, yes. Um, and and you know the club opening those doors to ways to consume those things that that's happening. But just in terms of the feeling, I, I go back to the glass full analogy. I mean, it, it's if it's full, it's full. It's one of my pet peeves in life is is one hundred and ten percent. There's no such thing as that. Shane. Right, there's, right. There's only one. There, there is only one hundred percent. There's no such thing as extra. If you think you gave extra then what you really did is for the first time in your life, you gave a hundred percent. So like my, my level of excitement is on 100% when I won't go to the masters, but it just like it, it always is. And in just like hoping, you know, I hope next year when I show up again, if I am uh, able to go again, I, it'll feel the same to me in that way. So I, I did what I always do. I give long rambling nonsensical answers but i i understood what it meant to me when uh when that countdown's in your ears on thursday i mean what are you yeah. doing when, when you're getting to to 10 and and five in your ear as you're about to come on air uh you, i mean you've talked a lot about gratitude you talk a lot about appreciation for this yeah. week and how much you love it but 
what is it like internally in Scott Van Pelt, who does everything? I mean, has done everything in the sport and does an amazing job at everything. What's it like for you thank as you. it's counting down? Well, thank you for that. Uh, it, I remember what I told my, my friend Mike Tirico, who, speaking of does everything and, and, and is great at everything, is Mike Tirico. Heck I remember yes. the first year we got it. And I said to him the same thing that I said when he did Monday Night Football for the first time. I said, when they count down and you hear the music, you're the one doing it. And just think about how cool it is that, that that's you. And I think of my pop, um, who, who passed away long before my journey ever started. Um, I think of him every year in that moment because I think how, uh, how cool he would think it is that his boy's sitting there uh, doing that. And, um, and it's, it's, it's wild, man. It's just surreal that, that that's where you sit for two days for work. And, um, and then you just, it's, it's, it's weird. You, you do this and you're excellent at it. I think, you know, that you know, when moments are big, um, but, but you know, not to, that, that not to make them bigger than they are. Right. You just take a deep breath and you smile and you just say, just, do it, do it. You know how to do this. So just be who you are. Don't get in the way of it. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it isn't, it's, it's, it would be difficult if you made it difficult, but it just feels natural to just project what you're feeling, which is, this is awesome. We're all psyched. So are you. Here's some golf shots, right? You, you don't, you don't want to see me or hear me here. This is, let's go to 12 <laughs> and, and off you go. Uh, but there's definitely a moment. And I think we're fools in this life. If we don't let those, if we don't, acknowledge those moments as they're happening um and and sort of you know what i'm saying acknowledge that, that these moments happen in your life as they happen and and just again i go back to the gratitude piece man but if you're not if you're not smiling and thinking wow this is really really cool that this that this is happening again as it's happening well you know you're missing it man because it it's not always going to be that way so while it is, we're going to smile and enjoy. Yeah, that was, uh, I mean, you know, last year, you know, getting an opportunity to be a part of the digital coverage. I remember on Thursday driving after work to get a smoothie. And I remember I got a smoothie and got in my rental car and I was driving back to the, I guess it was a hotel last year because we, we weren't staying in homes. We're back to homes this year. But um, driving back to the hotel and I was thinking to myself, like, you know, you you were just a part of, you know, of the Masters broadcast. I mean, a small, very small part, but what a pinch me moment. And I mean, I think everybody involved is thinking that every day they leave work and every day it's going on is what an honor this is to be a part of such history because, you know, we take for granted history so often, especially in sport. I mean, you hear so many people talk about LeBron versus MJ and you feel like Kareem doesn't come up as much as maybe you should, or Wilt doesn't come up. And we talk Jack Tiger, you know, we don't necessarily talk about Byron or Ben as much as we used to. Right. And history can be lost, but it's definitely not lost this week. And, uh, I look forward to the call. Always appreciate uh, your time. Always appreciate your broadcast. I think you do an exceptional job, uh, not just in the, on the show, but uh, when you get a chance to be in front of the mic on live sports. And I always love when Scott Van Pelt is a part of, of the Masters. It now feels like a tradition as well. You know, that's the wild part is you're now a part of the tradition. Well, first of all, thank you. And, and, and back at you as well. You're great at all of it. And it's offensive. Um, you're not supposed to be this, this talented at swinging a club and, and handsome and talk about it as well as you do. You, ought, you, ought to, you should have one club you're not good at, I, I would say. <laughs> and, and I feel like you, I feel like from driver to putter, you got it, you got it figured out. But I mean, I, I, 
I, I, that's really kind, but I mean, you know, I, I, I don't know if I'm part of the tradition. I've been lucky enough to go there a lot of years and, uh, I, I know that I'll be grateful to be there this week and uh, look forward to the next one. And if it never comes, then uh, that's fine because I got to do it. So uh, this is a get-to week, man, not a got-to week, you know? Absolutely. Totally agree with you. That's Scott Van Pelt. You can watch him on ESPN. You're going to be watching, for goodness sakes. Not like I need to tell you when to watch the Masters, but be a part of the Masters broadcast. Thanks so much for the time. I appreciate it. Be well, my brother. That'll do it. Much thanks to Scott Van Pelt. Of course, uh, what a great guy and what a great person to chat about the Masters in general with. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, Like I said, check for a Sunday night, Monday morning recap podcast with Claire Rogers of Golf.com. She's going to be joining me. And, uh, and yeah, just have a great week. Enjoy every minute of it. The Masters uh, only comes around oh, once a year, and then we're, uh, we're long waiting for, uh, for the return of the music and the azaleas. So have a great week. Enjoy it, and we'll be back soon. Get a Grip with Shane Bacon is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at Viking.com. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit Slack.com to get started.